Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado, and of course, Burns and McCoy. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Burns and McCoy here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. Uh, another animal escaped a zoo, and I ooh, I got something that I need to get off my chest about that. Uh, also, another dumb trend sweeps the world via TikTok. No big surprise there. India did something that the Russians couldn't, and why it's so hard to trust reviews. You know, like Google reviews and stuff like that. We'll get into that here in a second, but I say this all the time. Do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. Go ahead and grab some Burns and McCoy today. I was over at my my buddy Shad's house the other day. We're having brunch. And by the way, he's one of those guys that when he has when he makes food, he goes, ah, I'm just experimenting with something. And it's like I'm watching the Food Network, and it's like he's this like uh, master chef. And I'm like, what the? F- Are you kidding me? But anyway, a staple every single time we go over there is Burns and McCoy. And I had to bring over a special gift to him. I brought over a Burns McCoy hot sauce that he hadn't tried yet. It's the Scotch Bonnet. Holy cow, that was amazing. I thought it was going to burn my face off. I was like, oh, this, this looks good, but it, maybe it's sneaky hot or something like that. It was, it was spicy, yes, but not over the line where you're going to sit there and regret your life decisions. It was so good. Everybody did the same thing. Oh my God, this is good. And then my daughter's pouring it on. So if you're somebody that enjoys hot sauce, but you don't want to burn your face off, that's a good choice for you. Also, Especial Roja, a good one. Also, their Salsa Verde is a good one. Burns and McCoy is the best hot sauce around. It's a Colorado company too, which I love. They're my go-to when I need to kick up a meal a few notches. I made it with eggs the other day, and or I just put it on my eggs, and I put garlic toast, and I put the the eggs over medium on top of the bread. Oh, it's so freaking good. So good. I felt like a chef. That's as fancy as I get when it comes to cooking, is <laughs> making garlic bread, putting egg over medium on top of it, and then putting some Burns and McCoy hot sauce on there. I tell you what, though, I felt fancy. It tasted fancy. And the big reason is Burns and McCoy. Uh, Burns and McCoy is all about flavor first, then the heat, just the way it should be. Go to burnsandmccoy.com right now. Use promo code DeHuff, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. It's amazing. So, again, my favorites are mango habanero. I got a bottle open just now of that one. Salsa Verde is amazing, especially a Roja hot sauce as well as Scotch Bonnet. But again, go to burnsandmccoy.com right now and see all their amazing flavors of hot sauces. Plus, they got mustard and salsa. Again, Burns and McCoy's just knocking it out of the park with flavor. Burns and McCoy's a woman-majority family-owned business. Their focus is to only give you the highest quality products by using ingredients of the highest quality. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. Go ahead, grab some Burns and McCoy today. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range or at burnsandmccoy.com. Don't forget when you're there at burnsandmccoy.com to use that promo code DeHuff and get 20% off your next order. 
I got a lot to get to today, so you know what we need to do? Let's cut the BS, duh. Let's get into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Why is this a common theme, I feel like, this year? This may be like the sixth or seventh animal to escape a zoo this year in 2023. It's bizarre. Visitors at the at a zoo in England had to be rushed to an indoor area, multiple indoor areas, when news broke out amongst the employees that a monkey escaped its enclosure on Tuesday morning. Pangton Zoo, a spokesperson, confirmed the escaped animal was a monkey that was recaptured only a few minutes after it got on the loose. They don't say what kind of monkey it is, but I have to assume it's one that will rip your face off. Maybe a limb. I don't know. Chew off your fingers. <laughs> I don't know. It's scary. Let's be honest. It probably escaped because it, it got, it got some uh, dose of some uh, experimental medication. We've seen this movie before. It's Planet of the Apes, and it's just started. It just started in real life. It's scary. I'm, I'm curious of what kind of monkey it was, and like like how dangerous was it? Because some of these monkeys, these primates, are they look cute and adorable but they will they will cause some serious freaking damage and it's weird so this this is kind of what i teased at the beginning of the show it's weird but it is it kind of messed up that i kind of want to experience a loose animal at the zoo i don't want to die i don't want anybody else to die boy what a great story that would be so there I was. I was at the, I was at the zoo, and minding my own business, just got one of those uh, big soft pretzels. Of course, I got cheese. <laughs> Not an animal, but I was there at the zoo to see animals. Next thing I know, I hear screaming. As I slammed my beer, I looked to my right, and there he was, staring right at me, and he was licking his chops. What was it? It was a Siberian tiger. Anyway, so I wrestled that motherfucker down and put it back in its cage for the, the crew members. <laughs> it, no big deal. I, I don't know. It's just weird to me that like it would be kind of interesting to see what the procedures are, how serious everybody takes it, too. That I guess in a, in a weird way, a social experiment... Who are going to be the dumbasses that are like, what, what's the big deal? It's just a kitty cat. It's just a gorilla. Dude, if a freaking gorilla escaped, I would probably be running with a squishy uh, set of boxer shorts. Although it'd probably slip out, let's be honest. Uh, there's nothing really restricting it, so it's going to fall out as I run. But that's a great image for you. But... It, it, I guess it depends on the animal, but you know that there would be people that would be defiant and just be like, what's the big deal? Or, or you would get the people like pushing and shoving. And that would be scary too. I think what needs to happen is they need to run these drills every now and then at zoos just to keep people honest and just, 
be like, whoa, whoa, and then call people out and be like, you were being a dick, sir. You're never allowed back here again, and we are going to publicly shame you. This guy pushed an old lady and then stole her, her lemonade because <laughs> we said there was a loose animal on the, on the prowl. I don't know. It's just it's weird to me. It would be kind of, I guess, the ideal animal to uh, to uh, get loose in, like, you know, at the zoo. You wouldn't want, like, a lion or a tiger or a cheetah. You don't want a fucking elephant on the loose. That thing's going to be hard to take down and, and get back to where it needs to go. Like, a rhino would be awful. I'm sure there's plenty of other ones out there. The perfect one. And it'd be adorable, let's be honest. A sloth, okay? First of all, <laughs> he slowly escaped. <laughs> they have a sloth at the Denver Zoo. It's in like this, um, oh, I can't, where they have like all the lizards and stuff like that. I can't remember what that area is called. But that's where it exists. And there's a net up there, so it, like when the because it just had babies, so the babies don't accidentally fall down and, and smack on the ground or land on somebody's head. But it would be funny if like it slowly escaped because whoever was watching it is just like some volunteer that is like senile or something like that. And they're like, I don't know, I got a, out of my sight. <laughs> but then it like slowly escapes. Everybody starts panicking. And then I just envisioned like that scene from Austin Powers <laughs> where people are like, no, it's coming. No. And it's like slowly the sloth is crawling towards him. <laughs> no. It's a sloth, sir. <laughs> then somebody just comes over and picks him up. They're like, why are you freaking out, man? <laughs> Sorry. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. It's just one of those days. Speaking of dumb. Another dumb trend is sweeping the world via TikTok. Of course it's coming from TikTok. Smashing raw eggs on toddlers' heads. I actually saw one of these the other day, and I'm like, who would do that? What a dick parent that is. Like, I don't know. We've played pranks on my kids before, but I've never, like, smashed an egg on them. One, I, you know, price of eggs are up. Plus two, it's just like it's an egg. You don't want to waste an egg. I don't know. It's just that's just something I don't like to waste. Except for when I was a kid and I had egg people's houses. That then, you know, I just didn't have an understanding of uh, the benefits of of eating eggs and stuff like that. But uh, back then, yeah, I didn't pay for them. <laughs> We've played a prank. I think I told you guys this one before on uh, like two April Fools days ago my wife got the idea of you make mashed potatoes and you make brown gravy and then you take an ice cream scoop and an ice cream cone and you put the the mashed potatoes on the cone because it looks like like a vanilla ice cream kind of like old school vanilla ice cream and then you drizzle some of the the uh, gravy on there and then you give it to your kids. My son cracked up when he took a bite of it. He actually ended up finishing it because <laughs> they were good potatoes, mashed potatoes. My daughter got so freaking pissed. She got so mad 
she threw it down and ran to her room and was crying. <laughs> I I laughed, but it, we felt we felt bad for tricking her, but it was kind of funny. Hindsight now she can laugh. But going back to this dumb trend sweeping TikTok in the world is people are, you know, like here catch this and it's a it's a marshmallow. Then they throw another one and it's an egg or somehow they end up smashing an egg on a kid's face. Some doctors are concerned because they don't say this in the articles, but it's because some people are dumb as fuck that doctors are concerned because there's multiple factors. Bacteria, if you don't clean it up right away or if like the kid ingests raw egg or something, somehow that they could possibly get sick. Or, you know, somebody's going to hit their kid too hard with a fucking egg and then bust the kid's nose or something. But also, if you think about it, you're establishing trust issues with your kids. But, like, as somebody that did that to our kids with the pranks, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to have your kid second-guess situations. I think, if anything, I, I, that might be a good thing if you look at it from that perspective. Subtract all the bacteria and dumbass McGee that accidentally hits the kid too hard with the egg. I think it's kind of a good thing that, like, you play pranks on your kids. Make them, you know, question what's in front of them. It's not a bad thing. Instead of being oblivious and just, like, my son's gullible. Everything he, he, everything you say to him, he fucking believes. <laughs> it's funny. And, I think we need to prank them more. So if you got good pranks that I can pull on my kids, especially my son, let me know. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com or at DeHuffPodcast on social media. Those are always welcomed. Always. And then I'll relay them back to everybody else when, uh, when I get the idea. Then I'll let you know how it goes if we did actually follow through with it. But I, I don't know. Do you think that this is a bad idea to prank your kids? I think it's good. I, I do worry about people being just dumb. My, my wife brought up a story the other day about how she remembered several years back. Somebody, her company had a potluck. And everybody that ate at the potluck got sick from food poisoning because one of the persons there that that brought the the their food for the potluck didn't prepare it right and it was he was he or she was just serving out bad bacteria people were and they had to they had to finish working it was like at the beginning of the day <laughs> so people had to work some people had to go home cuz they were so sick but people were puking their guts out. They were just about to crap themselves nonstop. It was a constant run to the bathroom. Meanwhile, where she worked, there was only like one or two stalls. So like you're you're like trying to time it out so you don't sit there and have to, you know, <laughs> use a sink to relieve yourself. So like I, so bacteria that can be a serious problem, especially if you have a, a young one that gets some sort of foodborne illness. That that's horrible. 
But anyway, let me know your thoughts on all that. We, we brought this up yesterday because Russia obviously failed at making it to the lunar surface, but India made it to the moon's south pole this morning. They're the first country to do so, and they're the fourth country, I believe, to actually uh, land on the moon. So congratulations to them. So it was a big push to be the first country to make it to the south pole. That's where Russia was trying to go. Then they had some sort of error that caused them to crash, and they weren't able to do it. But what's the big push for the South Pole? It's water. And the reason why that's important is for future potential, quote-unquote, colonies up there, or at least making some sort of base up there where we can have people living up there on a somewhat regular basis. Very interesting to think about. NASA's uh, Artemis program, which aims to return astronauts to the moon, intends to land its Artemis 3 mission in the South Polar region by 2025. So the United States will be up there in a, in a couple years. It's interesting. It's it, it, The fact that India's there, I mean, it's a big freaking deal. Because you fast forward 20 years from now, are we going to be talking about that we have bases and people living on the moon for an extended period of time? It's not like a visit. You're not there like stopping by, checking your watch, going, okay, you know what? We got to go. We've been here for about five minutes, so we need to go. But instead, it's going to be like, yeah, we got, you know... a a little base up there you can sleep in the on the moon i mean that, how crazy is that how crazy is that so congratulations to india for doing it i'm sure that russia will regroup and they'll be back up there as uh, trying to get up there as well as well as some other countries so it's very interesting very interesting time that we live in and we'll see how now that India's up there and they start doing some research and, you know, exploring, we'll see what comes out of this. We'll see how many aliens are up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It seemed like a normal day until it wasn't. You see, John Smith was looking through his telescope at the moon. And what did he see? Well, the year was 2030. And there were several people banging on the moon. Could you imagine being the first person to have sex on the moon? That would be great. My luck would be I wouldn't be the first person to have sex on the moon. I'd be the first person to explore my body. <laughs> I cranked one out on the moon. Yay! What's your claim to fame? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. In zero gravity, that stuff gets everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Took that a little too far with the laughter, but I did it. I did it. Don't really regret it moving forward. But Hey, we got more coming your way, but and, and what we're going to talk about here in a minute, why you need to be very careful when you look at Google reviews or Yelp reviews. There's a big thing that you need to, to uh, look out for, and I have some great examples of why. We're going to get into that, but first, 
Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's my go-to barbecue place. It's off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. They got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all prepared to perfection every single day. And what's cool is they're on social media every single day. Chef Clint, who's classically trained, he's just a just an amazing chef. Him and his crew have their specials every single day. And if you follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy, they post what you know what their specials are. I'm looking at it today, and it was like this grilled cheese. I should have wrote down what it's called, but go check them out at Sugarfire Westy. You're gonna see what I'm talking about. But they have it, it was like a grilled cheese with turkey, like smoked turkey in there and all these other amazing ingredients. Oh, and it, he had a side of like tomato soup. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Oh my God. It, it just looks, looks and sounds amazing. And then when you go in there and you taste their food, you're going to see what I'm talking about. It's just so freaking good. So make sure you follow them for their daily specials. Like on, every Tuesday, they have a Bronco burger, which is double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. Every Saturday, they have burnt ends. Every Sunday, they have smoked fried wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue sauce, house buffalo, Thai sweet chili, or Nashville hot. And some of their most popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts and sweet chili, cucumber salad, and smashed loaded potatoes. Sugar Fire in Westminster is by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly. Take my kids there all the time. It's perfect for date night. Take my wife there on date nights all the time. A good idea is you you take that special someone on a date, you go to Sugar Fire in Westminster, and then right across the street is the AMC movie theater. There you go. You're welcome. I just planned a date for you. Okay. You're welcome. Yes. Anyway, they even got catering for those special family events like birthday parties, weddings, holiday parties, you know, maybe even a big meeting at the office. Check out Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway just east of Huron. You can follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. Sugar Fire in Westminster reinventing barbecue every single day. Hey, did you hear that? That's the sound of football coming back. And right now is the time to place your preseason bets with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in Vegas. And right now, you can use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. Don't miss out this football season. Win some money with Superbook Sports and the promo code MILEHIGH. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So we were talking about looking at reviews. You can't just look at the stars and assume that that's, that's really a way to judge a company. And a good example of that is on like Apple. My podcast is, I think it's like a 4.9 out of 5. And the reason why it's a 4.9 and not a 5 is because when I, when I took on head-to-head with the cyclists out there that were just 
mad at me because I didn't want to kill. <laughs> Basically, the argument was, I was like, I, I just don't want to kill a cyclist. And so when you guys cut me off on the road, then flip me off and be like, and then we got in a big argument, blah, blah, blah. And then I had the cycling community come after me. <laughs> they came at me hard. But anyway, that's that's where that uh, negative review came. But obviously, they didn't actually write a review. So what you got to do is when you when you go, like, say, on Google or Yelp or anything like that, and you see that, hey, these this place is like three out of five stars. Why are they three out of five stars? And you start re read the reviews. And when you get read the negative reviews first is what I like to do, because when you start looking at the one star reviews, be like, why did they say it was a one star review? And it's usually for dumb fucking reasons. Well, I went in there and they were busy and it took five minutes for me to get my food. And you're like, what? That's so the reason why I brought this up is I, I was reading an article on the Denver Gazette and a guy named Spencer McKee wrote this article about the great sand dunes in Colorado. And I don't know how he came about it, but he's just like, here's some of the funny reviews that are negative about the great sand dunes. So I'm going to go through some of these because they're hilarious. A one-star review comes from a guy named Jeffrey F. Sand got everywhere. It was super hot. We couldn't find a single refreshment stand. Cell phone coverage was horrible. If I can't update my location in real time, was I even there? <laughs> and he gave a one-star review. What a dick. There's nothing. It's Yeah, sand got everywhere. You're in the great sand dunes. Yeah, it's hot, too. Hmm, wonder why. My goodness. No refreshment stand. What the hell, man? You're in the middle of nowhere. You're in a national park. Jeez, man. Some people need to be dick punched. This one, yeah, I said it. This came in from Cisco K. Also gave a one-star review. Welcome to the Sand Oasis, where you can get toes and legs, face, and other extremities blasted clean. While you enjoy that, getting eaten alive by mosquito paparazzi, all while walking through hurricane winds with a chance of lightning, enjoy being welcomed by locals wishing you weren't there. It only costs $20, now it costs $25, for the great experience. Don't forget the wooden board to slide or get stuck in sand only to hike up and experience enlightenment because the lack of air. <laughs> you're in Colorado, man. You're you're in a higher elevation. What are you guys expecting? These must be like rich snobs that that did these reviews. They're sand dunes. You're in a desert. What do you expect? Another one star comes in from Zach G. Who's never seen sand before? And come on, you're in Colorado. There's mountains everywhere. Who cares if mountains are, are close to the sand? Just stay at home. <laughs> Another one. These are all one stars. I don't like sand. It's coarse, rough, irritating, and gets everywhere. Iris. <laughs> Iris sounds fun. She does. Brad wrote in, got sand 
in between my toes, never going back again. Waste of time and money. <laughs> this comes in from F. Too much sand. Like I know it's a park for sand dunes, but why so much sand? <laughs> what? Dumbass. Oh, man. Two stars. It's sand blown up against rock. There are a few other things to do, but bring your wallet. This place is expensive. Christy. Two stars. It's, it's okay if you like big piles of sand. That comes in from Roger. Sunshine A wrote, scary at night. <laughs> Why? Why is it scary at night? Because of the sand. The sand. Oh, yeah. I've been to the Great Sand Dunes. It's interesting. I, I don't know. I guess I just appreciate for what it is. It's a, it, It's just a unique place. It's not something you expect to see in Colorado. Like like they're saying is you got mountains everywhere. Then all of a sudden you got a bunch of sand, like sand dunes. Like you're, all of a sudden you're in the, the desert, which Colorado is technically a desert. So, I mean, it's like you, you're, you're thinking you're over in the Sahara Desert. That's what basically all of a sudden you feel like. Dude, come on, man. It, it, it's a national park. Some people. But it goes to tell you that you got to be careful when you look at the reviews. You got to read them because it's just people being snobby in my mind. I don't understand what what the hell do you expect? If you want to see something, the, just a natural thing that occurs, this isn't man-made. Man it's just something that occurred based on the winds and blah, blah, blah. Science, science, science. I'm sure there's a great explanation for why the sand dunes exist i've learned it at one time don't remember it right now but it's fascinating and you got to appreciate the world around you quit being so uptight about this crap people oh there's not a refreshment stand in sight oh my god dickheads people are such pricks when it comes to that stuff it's a beautiful place and like right down, I want to say it's like a 20-minute drive. I could be wrong on that because it's been a while. But there's that gator farm down there, Colorado Gator Farm, which where there was that story where that guy almost got ate. His name was Chad. Remember we did that story where the guy almost got, you know, he fell backwards and almost got ate by like a 16-foot crocodile down there. But I've been there too, and it's not that far. You just got to embrace the small town life down there and just get off your high horse, man. It's not that big of a deal. Colorado is a beautiful place. Very unique. So the, all these people that are, are bagging on the great sand dunes, just like, geez, great, great job by the Denver Gazette and Spencer McKee. I think that's funny. I, th I like to see stuff like that where you're essentially calling out the, the divas out there. If you, if you can't stand the fact that there's sand at the Great Sand Dunes, go somewhere else, right? I, d I don't understand why you would be so upset the fact that there's sand. There's sand at the Great Sand Dunes. It's like, what a dumb freaking thing to say. Anyway, anyway, I'm really irritated with myself.
I keep screwing up my beard when I shave it and trim it on a daily basis. And it, I accidentally keep, I got to shave it into a goatee again to restart because I keep cutting it too low and I'm giving myself this weird design and I don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> Just pisses me off. I'm looking at myself in uh, on the the little camera thing that I have and I'm like I I just I screw it up every time. For the longest time I could grow a beard and not screw it up, but for whatever reason lately, I want to say this year, I've been screw I've been cutting it too low, then all of a sudden I got these like dips on my beard. I look like I look like an asshole, okay? More so than normal. I don't know why, but I just got in my mind a clown image in my mind. That's so random. Like I had this like evil like clown image just pop in my head. You guys know I hate clowns. And the fact that my my mind does that to, to me, <laughs> that's just jacked up. Like you're upset about your beard? Well, guess what? Be upset about an evil clown. <laughs> What does uh, Krusty the Clown sound like? <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I can't do Krusty the Clown, but because he has more of a gravelly voice. Oh, man, I hate clowns. Uh, it's so random that popped in my head, right? And it goes back to the idea of, because I remember I posted a video a long time ago about my little rant on, on clowns and how they freak me out. And I'm not alone in that. There's so many people that freak out with clowns. But I think it's more bizarre when people are like, oh, I love clowns. I just find that weird. But when I posted a video of me saying my my distaste for clowns, I got a few people that are like, dude, I'm I love clowns. I've always wanted to be a clown, and I have I have accomplished my dream of becoming a clown. And screw you for judging my life decision. Something like that. I'm like, fucking serial killer right there. God. <laughs> Gets angry about being a clown. And the next thing you know, he's standing outside my door going, do you want to see a trick? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. He goes, well, that pulls, pulls out his like uh, balloon animal things. He's all... <laughs> He's all, look, it's a pony. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm a clown. Who wants to see me make a hot dog out of a balloon? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. If my son came home today and he's like, Dad, I really want to be a clown. I'd be like, okay. Well, you're going to therapy first, okay? Just to make sure we're clear on that. You could be a clown, but you need to be rock solid upstairs okay i don't want my kid to be the next uh, john wayne gacy or whoever was the, the killer it, it, that dressed up like a, a clown john wayne gacy is the guy that was the ice cream truck driver wasn't he or something like that i don't know i don't know my i need my wife down here who watches the all those dateline nbc things and listens to murder podcasts <laughs> She's like, oh, no, no, that's uh, so-and-so, blah, 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 1970, blah, 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 blah. You're like, I, I don't know how I sleep at night. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. I'm so frightened. I'm so frightened. Anyway, I really lost my path right at the end. 
I did. I veered off. I had I had this show structured. I was, you know, for the most part, staying in my lane. And then all of a sudden at the end, boom, blindsided by an evil clown in my mind. <laughs> then I'm like, <laughs> hey, everybody, let's go. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, my wife's going to be like, I could hear you all the way upstairs. And um, I'm concerned. Be like, not as concerned as I am. Because, <laughs> by the way, who is the killer clown? She'll be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go check them out. Like I said, make it a date night. Do do some some good, get some good, clean living by going to Sugar Fire Westminster on a date night or take the family out. And you're going to get some amazing barbecue. And then go catch a movie right across the street. It's great. Uh, also, uh, Superbook Sports Colorado. Amazing. Make sure you use promo code MILEHIGH. And, of course, Burns and McCoy. Go to BurnsandMcCoy.com. Use promo code DeHuff and get 20% off your next order. I got a bunch of people telling me how much they, they love it. I just tried the Scotch Bonnet for the first time this past weekend. Love that one. Not super hot. But if you do want some super hot, they got some super hot ones on there. <laughs> like, like if you're into that. But if you're if you just want, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, 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 hey. I already did a commercial for them, but they're amazing. You gotta check them out. It's the Huff on Sensor. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.